Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. It is our hope that through the daily study of God's Word, we will be encouraged and strengthened and build a firm foundation of truth in our lives. Throughout human history, mankind has opposed God. Kingdoms and nations have tried to cast off His authority over them. Men have created false gods, idols, with their own hands in a feeble attempt to make their own God. Some men have stepped forward and proclaimed themselves to be God. Yet the Lord God Almighty has lovingly, patiently sought a people to redeem, even sending the Lord Jesus into the world to atone for man's sins. In Revelation 13, we see man's final effort to usurp the authority of God. I encourage you to open your Bible and turn to the Revelation of Jesus Christ, chapter 13, and join us for The Dragon Empowers the Beast. But first, let's go to the Lord in prayer together. Father in heaven, I thank you that you have created the heavens and the earth and all that dwell within them. As creator, you own everything. You are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. All creation serves you. Father, I thank you that you have revealed yourself through your creation. We're told in Romans chapter 1 that we are without excuse, that every one of us has been made aware of your glory and your deity. Your power is clearly seen. Father, I pray that you would reveal in and to us the truth of your word as we study the book of Revelation. Give us patience to study such a long book, Help us to stay engaged and help us to understand the important truths in this book. Prepare us for the times that we live in and the times to come. And as always, Father, I thank you so much for the Lord Jesus Christ, your gracious gift on behalf of our sins. And I pray, Father, that in holiness and righteousness we would honor him through walking in your spirit. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. I encourage you to follow along in your Bible as I read Revelation 13, verses 1 and 2. Then I stood on the sand of the sea, or then he stood on the sand of the sea, and I saw a beast rising up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and on his horns ten crowns, and on his heads a blasphemous name. Now the beast which I saw was like a leopard. His feet were like the feet of a bear, and his mouth like the mouth of a lion. The dragon gave him his power, his throne, and great authority. As we saw in our last study, the dragon stands on the sand of the sea, and John saw a beast rising up out of the sea. This beast had seven heads, which we believe to represent the seven empires of man down through history, and ten horns, which seem to indicate there will be ten kingdoms who rise up to serve the Antichrist, and on his horns ten crowns, ten kings of those ten nations. And these kings have on their heads a blasphemous name, or blasphemous names. And it seems that those blasphemous names are an indication that they will oppose the Lord Jesus Christ and that they themselves will embrace and assert the deity of the Antichrist. In the first part of verse 2 of chapter 13, 
John further describes the beast as being like a leopard, his feet like the feet of a bear, and his mouth like the mouth of a lion. In order to understand this image, we need to go back to Daniel chapter 7. And so I would encourage you to be patient with me and turn to Daniel 7 and look at verse 2 and following. In Daniel 7, verse 2, we read, Daniel spoke, saying, I saw in my vision by night, and behold, the four winds of heaven were stirring up the great sea. So we have the image of a sea. And four great beasts came up from the sea. In Daniel 7, we see four beasts. In Revelation 13, we see one. And these four great beasts, verse 3, came up from the sea, each different from the other. The first was like a lion and had eagle's wings. I watched till its wings were plucked off, and it was lifted up from the earth and made to stand on two feet like a man, and a man's heart was given to it. And suddenly, another beast, a beast like a bear, it was raised up on one side and had three ribs in its mouth between its teeth, and they said thus to it, Arise, devour much flesh. After this I looked, there was another like a leopard. What we have here is we have the images of lion, bear, and leopard, just like in Revelation 13. Continuing in verse 6, This leopard had on its back four wings of a bird. The beast also had four heads, and dominion was given to it. In Daniel 7, verse 7, Daniel says, After this I saw in the night visions, and behold, a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible, exceedingly strong. It had huge iron teeth. It was devouring, breaking in pieces, and trampling the residue with its feet. It was different from all the beasts that were before it, and it had ten horns. Again, just like the ten horns in Revelation 13. I was considering the horns, Daniel says in verse 8, and there was another horn, a little one coming up among them, before whom three of the first horns were plucked out by the roots, and there in this horn were eyes like the eyes of a man and a mouth speaking pompous words. So we see similarities in Daniel 7 and Revelation 13. Further down in Daniel 7 and verse 15, Daniel's visions are interpreted. Now there's much that happens between verse 7 and verse 15, but we're going to focus on the interpretation of Daniel's vision for the purpose of understanding Revelation 13 better. So in Daniel 7 verse 15, we read, I, Daniel, was grieved in my spirit within my body, and the visions of my head troubled me. I came near to one of those who stood by and asked him the truth of all this. So he told me it made known to me the interpretation of these things. Those great beasts, which are four, are four kings which will arise out of the earth. But the saints of the Most High shall receive the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever, even forever and ever. Then I wish to know the truth about the fourth beast, Daniel writes which was different from all the others, exceedingly dreadful with its teeth of iron and its nails of bronze, which devoured, 
broken pieces and trampled the residue with its feet, and the ten horns which were on its head, and the other horn which came up, before which three fell, namely that horn which had eyes and a mouth, which spoke pompous words, whose appearance was greater than his fellows. Daniel 7 verse 21, I was watching, and the same horn was making war against the saints, and prevailing against them until the Ancient of Days came, and a judgment was made in favor of the saints of the Most High, and the time came for the saints to possess the kingdom. Thus he said, verse 23, The fourth beast shall be a fourth kingdom on earth, which shall be different from all other kingdoms, and shall devour the whole earth, trample it, and break it in pieces. The ten horns are ten kings who shall arise from this kingdom, just like in Revelation 13, and another shall rise after them. He shall be different than the first ones and shall subdue three kings. He shall speak pompous words against the Most High, God, shall persecute the saints of the Most High, believers, and shall intend to change times and law. Then the saints shall be given into his hand for a time and times and half a time, literally three and a half years, the same period of time as the second half of the Great Tribulation. Verse 26, But the court shall be seated, and they shall take away his dominion, to consume and destroy it forever. Then the kingdom and dominion, and the greatness of the kingdoms under the whole heaven, shall be given to the people, the saints of the Most High. His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and all dominion shall serve and obey him. Verse 28, This is the end of the account. As for me, Daniel, my thoughts greatly troubled me, and my countenance changed, but I kept the matter in my heart. Going back to Revelation 13, it's important to note that in verse 2, the beast that John sees is not four separate beasts, but one beast. And this one beast has the characteristics of the first three beasts in Daniel 7. Remember, Revelation 13, verse 2. Now the beast which I saw was like a leopard. His feet were like a bear. Not a second beast that was a bear, but this beast, his feet were like a bear. His mouth like the mouth of the lion. So this is the fourth beast of Daniel's vision that has characteristics and elements of the three previous beasts or the three previous kingdoms. Notice the last portion of Revelation 13, verse 2. The dragon gave him his power, his throne, and great authority. Satan gives this king and his kingdom his power, his throne, and great authority. If you will recall in Jesus' early ministry, Satan offered the Lord Jesus all the kingdoms of the world. He said it was within his power to give. Satan did not lie. Evidently, God has allowed Satan the authority to give this kind of power, this kind of a throne, and great authority to whomever he chooses. And during Revelation 13, the second half of the tribulation, the Antichrist, this great beast, is going to show up and he's going to receive his power, his throne, and great authority from Satan. We're told in verse 3, And I saw one of his heads, one of the kings, 
as if it had been mortally wounded, and his deadly wound was healed. In other words, one of the kings is going to be killed or appear to be killed, and his deadly wound was healed. So he is healed, brought back to life, or there's the appearance of this. And all the world marveled and followed the beast. As a result of this king having a mortal wound and being healed, all the world marvels at this resurrection and follows the beast. And verse 4 says, So they worship the dragon, they worship Satan, who gave authority to the beast. And they worship the beast, saying, Who is like the beast, and who is able to make war with him? And so in these first four verses of Revelation chapter 13, we see this final kingdom come into being. We see ten kings aligning themselves with the Antichrist. We see this power of the Antichrist coming from Satan. We see the Antichrist receiving a mortal wound and that wound being healed. And as a result, all the world marvels and follows this Antichrist, this king. And as a result of all of these things, Satan is worshipped and the Antichrist is worshipped. The authority of God is rejected. They are ignoring the worship and the service of the one true God. And now they are worshipping Satan, which he has always desired, and his puppet king, the Antichrist. This is how the final conflict in human history begins to set up. And before we get too alarmed, Daniel 7 and Revelation 13 as well as throughout the entire Bible, the followers of the Lord God are reminded that all of these rebellions are temporary. Although there is great significance and great atrocities that result from these kingdoms and from this final empire, God still wins. Christ will sit on his throne forever and ever, and we will rule with him forever and ever. So even as Daniel was sorrowful and confused and his countenance fell, even though we see these things and they're disturbing, we need to know final victory belongs to the Lord. He reigns supreme. Father, once again, I thank you for your word that informs us, that makes known these mysterious things to us, and yet reassures us that you are God, you sit on your throne, you rule and reign justly in all goodness, loving, being patient, and yet you will execute ultimate justice over all of your creation. At some point, Satan will be cast into the bottomless pit, and all those who reject you with him. Father, we thank you that through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, in trusting your glorious gospel, we can embrace the marvels of your grace in salvation and forgiveness of sins. We not only are saved, but you have set us aside to serve you now and forever. Comfort us, strengthen us, and guide us into all truth. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or the Facebook page, Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.